Okay, it looks like we are live. Adam, say hi. Hello, everyone. How you doing today? There you go. We're being personally responsible. What, what do you have to say <laughs> about personal responsibility? Personal responsibility is the new counterculture, baby. Pound that freaking like button. There you go. Adam Meister in the house. Um, we got to tell you, we, we just did a uh, video shoot um, down in uh, Montgomery County in, in the heart of the high tax uh, district uh, area. Uh, but we went to a, a, some beautiful gardens and we shot a video that Bree's going to do about a young lady that the surfer lady who, who, who she passed was. away. Um, her name was Catherine Diaz. You, you may have heard about her. Uh, she was down she was in, in that, that surfing community that's oh. embracing Bitcoin. Um, yeah, they're, they're the community that's trying to use Bitcoin for everything they do. And they're using lightning. And I guess, what is that wallet they're using? Strike. Strike. Strike, yes. I guess. Um, so anyway, she, she yeah. passed away. She was struck by lightning. She oh. was only 22. 22 years old. And so Bree's doing a video. They're going to do a, a fundraiser. They're trying to raise 10 Bitcoin to help fund future surfers there in that community. And, and so she's going to be releasing something. But anyway, make a long story short, we went down, we shot a video down there and it went, it went great. Nobody ran us off. We, we got great flowers in the background. It's a, like a botanical gardens, right? And we shot the whole thing there. And then of course we're on our way back in one of those speed cameras with the flash, yeah. you know, <laughs> those automatic cameras yeah. <laughs> that slam you and send the ticket. So yeah, I'll be so, so I'll be getting a little thing in the mail uh, in a, in a few uh, weeks. So they're going to get their pound of flesh one way or the other. No, uh, no good deed, go, no no good deed goes unpunished here. This is that's that's right, that's right. Okay, so Adam, before we want to talk about Bitcoin, but before we do that, um, Bree wants to ask you some questions about uh, going all the way back. To, to to your childhood to how childhood, far back yeah. can you remember yeah how far, how far back can i remember you want my earliest memories <laughs> that, that just deal yeah. with the deal with life in general yes how far back oh man, i can remember i was just i was thinking about this yesterday you know they're blurry things i, I this might have been brought on by a, a photo i think i was like less than two years old and I can kind of imagine looking into the refrigerator and seeing my parents sitting on the sofa. I, I, I remember so I, I can remember being in preschool when I was around three and looking at the concrete wall. But something that that's really clear um, when I was when I was in kindergarten, uh, I remember one of my my siblings uh, being born. So that that is very that's very vivid. That, that that's that's very vivid. That, that were you actually there when they were born? No, um, I can remember my mom telling me she was pregnant. I can remember I was at I was with my grandmother and my grandfather, my, my grandmother who recently passed away. A blessed memory. We were at her house in Randallstown, and the phone rang, and, and my grandmother said, "You've got a a, a new sibling," and a, another sibling and I went crazy. We started jumping on the sofa. We started running. We ran, woke up my grandfather. Oh, so we weren't at the hospital. But then I remember going to the hospital with my grandmother, uh, probably the next day. 
to see my mom, see my mom sitting there with with the baby and everything. So that 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 I was I was very yeah, I was in kindergarten then. I just, okay, so we're gonna dig into that. Wow. But we got Carlos in the house. He says hello, Craig, uh, Bree, and Adam. Great to see you all together. Okay, so Carlos, if you have any questions about Bitcoin, Carlos has has not been uh, supportive of Bitcoin. I'll have to tell you. So Carlos, if you you got a chance here to talk to the Bitcoin Meister, and maybe he can uh, orange pill you. So Carlos in the house. All right, let's go back. Okay. So your siblings, you mentioned your siblings. So the, were they older than you at the time? Are they older? Uh, well, uh, the, let's say that obviously the, the new one was younger. I'm not going to say the, that who else was with me. I, I kind of leave all that out in the, uh, you know, I don't like to give exacts about, about the family, but there was definitely uh, some, somebody else was definitely there with me at, at, that, at okay. that time. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so, um, so if we were to ask you the exact specific location of all that, you wouldn't want to reveal that either. You know, I'll say, I mean, the memory was in, was in Randallstown. My, my grandparents were still in Randallstown at that point, which okay. is a suburb of Baltimore, um, which uh, my, my, <laughs> my they had moved there when my mom started high school like like many people in the Baltimore area um people left the city uh and, and moved to the suburbs and then and then eventually they even left that suburb it, it became a it, it was a Randallstown was a Jewish suburb at one point but at, at that at, now it is not at all they're they're like no Jewish people that live there <laughs> so what area did they move to from Randallstown oh after after Randallstown my my grandparents moved to uh they they moved to Pikesville to a condo where my grandmother lived uh, for a, a, a long time. Uh, that, that's where she, she never moved again a, after that. Uh, my my grandfather uh, obviously died quite a few years ago uh, in, in in that condo actually. But my yeah they 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 lived in Randallstown for a while and then they they went to Pikesville where everybody everybody lives in Pikesville in a con and my grandmother lived in that condo. She didn't know she was going to live in that condo for so long. Uh, you know a lot of people plan their retirement out and everything and. Uh, you know they don't they don't figure out that uh, there's years, you know the 93rd year the 94th year the 95th years of their lives a lot of people that's the beauty of the world that we're living in this golden age it's one lesson I, I learned from my grandmother uh, and, and one inspiration is that uh, we already have life extension technologies here people are living a lot longer uh, than they even plan in, in retirement I mean she she wasn't thinking about the 2020s when she moved from Randallstown uh, to, to Pikesville, but it was something that she would eventually have to consider. <laughs> Amazingly Bree, enough. Bree, make a note. I want to dig deeper into that life expectancy thing because I, I just thought of some questions, but we want to get get what the Kevin, Kevin D has a comment here in here. What would be the best way to buy BTC for my son? He's 18 months. Should I buy then gift to him or buy in his name? <laughs> don't worry about it in his name this thing there are, there are no bank accounts or anything like that you just buy it and it's his it's his you know you put it uh wherever you go you put it on your trezor it's his trezor all right uh yeah. now, you generally have links on your videos for things like the trezor and and you don't you generally include those in most of your broadcasts yeah you know what but this, this is the thing i think the, the guy's overcomplicating thing every i, I want to Let's let's say I'm a dude and I, I just I'm I'm gonna have a baby They're like you know my, my, that sibling of mine that that was that was before Bitcoin obviously but uh, let's say uh, that actually that sibling of mine is about to have a baby coincidentally enough that okay. the, the story you've asked me that sibling of mine is about to have a baby so what that sibling 
uh, should do is just, you know, uh, go to Swan, go to Coinbase, buy, buy the Bitcoin there, and then move it. And obviously the account, you know, when you sign up for Swan or you sign up for Coinbase, you sign up for an account, you know, you got to give your ID that mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're Adam Meister's sibling. And, uh, and then you, uh, you just, you move it over there immediately to your Trezor, to your, to wherever private key you control. So it doesn't, at that point, it's not in anyone's name. It's not in anyone's name. That's, so that, That's the beauty of Bitcoin. It's totally portable and can be moved from one wallet to the other. And whoever has that wallet and has control of that wallet or those keys or whatever, there's various ways to store Bitcoin. And you can go look, watch Adam and listen to Adam and you'll learn a lot about, about all of this. But the bottom line is it's a bearer instrument. It, that's probably the best way to look at it. Whoever has control of that Bitcoin, it's, it's their Bitcoin. And so you want to deal with it as such. Okay, so we got another comment in here from John. Uh, Bree is worth more than 5,000 Bitcoin. Wow, thank you. There we go. All right. Um, So, okay, let's get back into it here. What's our next question for Adam? So, yeah, we're asking, um, how was your high school? like? High school days. High school days. Uh, Oh, how are my high school days? Oh, that's a a great question. By the way, you might hear a noise real quick here. I just, I, I clicked on everybody. I, I retweeted out this for everyone that's on my Twitter. Okay. Uh, I'm tech. I'm tech bought on there, so I, I just want to see. This is live on YouTube, so I want to know where it was. It, it's not. People don't watch it on Streamyard; they're watching it live on YouTube. Right. right. That's correct. Right, yes. right, right. That's correct. And some of you are watching this taped on my channel. Play the two X, et cetera, et cetera. So, what were my high school days like? Well, the place I went to high school, it was in. Um, I went to a, a nice private school. My parents, you know, valued education so much. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that's definitely big in, in the uh, in the Jewish community. People are always like, "Why are the Jewish people so smart?" I mean, they they really care about education, and that was always uh, just you know, I was it seems like I was born with that. Like I would have to go to the best school possible. I mean, that was always something that was ingrained in my head. So I started going to a, a certain good private school in Baltimore City in, in at sixth grade, and so I was still in that same private school in, in ninth grade in high school. So I had established friends there. There were only 72 people in my class. So, you know, everybody knew everything about everyone else. And so that that was a little annoying after a while. It, it makes it harder to get into trouble, though, right? It is, but, I mean, there were some kids, sadly enough, I mean, that were crushed by that. You know, they were the they were the the geeks forever. And, and that was bad. And I, I wasn't bad to those people or anything like that. I wasn't the most popular person. I wasn't the athlete or anything like that. I was a unique beast. I, I had I had my friends, and we were very we were very close in, in middle school and high school. And then I, I was happy to go off to college. I was really because I wanted you know I didn't want everybody to know about every little personal thing that I'd ever done. And but I remained very close with my my high school friends for for quite some time afterwards. You know now now everyone's got uh, most people have kids, um, and so it's 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 not the same anymore. But uh, you asked specifically about those days, and yeah. We, you know, a, a little in, insider information there. That that's that, you know, I say be a unique beast um, and elite, elite. That that's, you know, um, you know, we're we're part of the elite. We made up that elite term back then. It, it, it evolved from high school. Some of the stuff I yeah, say a, kind a, of are playing a, a lot of it. Yeah, I, we've been digging deep and and going into your old videos, and you, you've been consistent, if if nothing Very else. So John has another comment here. He says. 
Craig, one Bitcoin or a roast beef sub from Hoffman's Market. Choose wisely. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go for the Bitcoin. Uh, you know, that, that, you yeah, can get the subs Adam, anytime. Adam doesn't that's a, really. That's, that, that's a legit, that was a legit question in 2013. I mean, I, I mean, a Bitcoin costs the same as some of these gourmet food places where you could gorge yeah. your freaking self. You, yep. know, you could take you and your whole, you know, first of all, right, 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 right now to go see, I mean, I'm in Nashville right now to see that the hockey game, I couldn't believe it. It costs $110 for the ticket. So imagine if you're a good, a guy, you got three kids and a wife. I mean, that's going to cost you $550 to get in there. Then the kids are begging you for food. I mean, you are just, it, the, the costs are incredible. So probably a few years ago, the costs weren't that much different. And I mean, you were, you're talking about, hey, should I go to the Predators game or should I buy a Bitcoin? And some people do not choose wisely. You, you've, but, been, you've been talking about this for years and you've got a pinned tweet, which we'll show later. Make a note. We're going to show tweet. his pinned tweet later. Um, that talks about you know, they, they should take the money instead of buying some $50,000 car or something that they, they should, you know, and my goodness, if like Peter McCormick, I think recently bought some expensive car, you know, with, with some of his Bitcoin or whatever. And some years from now, that's really going to be an expensive car. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So it, it, that, that's what that, that, that pin video is. That's exactly what it's about. It's from the, whatever, September the 16th of uh, 2014. Uh, it was right around when the Orioles had clinched uh, the playoff berth. And I was just saying, that, you know, you know, by spend instead of buying a fifty thousand dollar car, spend ten thousand on Bitcoin and see what happens because the car is only going to be worth ten thousand dollars in you know in, in a few years. And yep. indeed, it was right. And he, if you spent that much, if you bought twenty two Bitcoin, then you'd be a big millionaire by now. Way over. That's what it. That's what it would have been back then. Spending ten thousand dollars that day would have gotten you like twenty two point three Bitcoin. I forgot what it would be. You'd be quite a millionaire at this point. And you could buy, you know, you could buy your fifty thousand dollar car now if you wish. But th this is so true. People bought socks with their Bitcoin back in their in the day, and those those socks look like they're a lot of money right now. And it's it's about deferral of gratification. Defer grat. You don't need those socks right now. Trust me. You can wear an old pair of socks an extra year and <laughs> and spend the money you were going to buy on you know at, at Urban Outfitters or whatever on socks on some Bitcoin. Okay, so now we talked about uh, high school. Mm -hmm. When did you all your partying started? Talk about your college years. You, you uh, used uh, to be a party animal. Tell the oh, truth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're, on the, you're on the hot seat here, Adam. We want this the truth. Is, this is a good uh, question. So my parents do not drink at all. Uh -huh. Do not. They, they, my father has passed away of blessed memory, but um, my, my mom definitely never, like, never drank in her life. Um, my, my dad probably a, a little, you know, whatever, in high school or something or in college or whatever, but he's not in, in as growing up, they had no alcohol around. In fact, there, there was alcohol in, in this that was kind of like stored away. It was from their wedding still. And they they never touched it. And then for my bar mitzvah, they used that again, <laughs> the, 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 the alcohol that was laying around. And then it just laid around again. I mean, still, and to this day, there is still alcohol laying around from their wedding. And, and my bar mitzvah because, doesn't go bad. It doesn't go bad. Doesn't, so that was always so. At the end of high school, in twelfth grade, um, for prom, uh, one of my friends had a brilliant idea that we were going to drink uh, Zima, and uh, that was the first time I I really drank was at the end of twelfth grade, and you know, and that and that summer there, there was a little bit of partying, I, I guess, um, and then yeah, then once I got to Washington University in St. Louis. 
St. Louis is a big drinking town. You're you're with all these kids who've been drink, you know, from all over every state was represented at WashU in St. Louis. And a lot of them were Midwestern kids who could just pound that beer button. My my <laughs> lord. I mean, I, I can remember. <laughs> so there was a lot. Of, we had the the beer bong, which was like this tube. You, you drank, you poured the beer down the tube, and all of a sudden, three seconds, you drank a beer. I was thinking about that yesterday. I'm like, did that damage me in any way? And you know, no regrets in life. It was fun, but you know, it, it's possible that doing some of you drinking all that alcohol when I was younger, and there could be there could be permanent damage. I mean, just, that's personal responsibility. What I did is what I did. Is there a you know a you know, I, I'm, I, my fingers are crossed that, you know, when you're 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, that your body heals fast. Uh, and you and, hey. you're, and you don't and you never blame anybody else. Right. For for things like this. It's it's your decisions. Right. It was it was, it was my decision as an ignorant kid. As a you know, you think you're so smart. Oh, you got in the wash. You you're the center of the world and everything. And that's not smart. It's not smart to be just drinking so much. Now, I mean, again, it was it was fun. It was fun. And, you know, and I didn't. Uh, I, I, now, what about already, what about the clubs in Baltimore? I heard you used to shut some of those down. Yeah, so that that dancing. See, we're digging it out here. We're digging it out. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's true. It's all true. Um, so in in college, I would go. You know, I'd go parties and stuff like that. But there were, you know, there, there was kind of like a social system there too. You know, with with the fraternities. I mean, I did all right. I, I, I definitely met some women there in, in college. That that was good. That that was good. That was better, much better in high school <laughs> with, with with the ladies in, in college. Much much better. So you but were valuing I, your wealth with women then, huh? Yeah, well, I was. But but so I, I do want to before the Baltimore partying started. There wasn't there was a time. So I graduated from WashU when I was you know twenty one or whatever, and I uh, and but th that's another thing. I started college when I was seventeen. My birthday is late, mm -hmm. um, and so now. Even then, most people my age were still in twelfth grade then, and there's something to be said about that. You know, starting college when you're 17 um, for a few months at least. Uh, yeah, I, I can look back on that and say, like, yeah, I can see why people want their kids to be 18 when they start, and just because they're a little bit more mature, especially boys, um, and you get in, get into trouble, and it's just. I, I look back how immature I was, uh, especially the beginning of that freshman year and everything. But so after college, I, I worked in um, I worked in New York and I worked in San Francisco for, for a period of time and in Silicon Valley uh, for, for a period of time. And that is where I discovered that. And people are only discovering now what I discovered back then. Like if I want to be in this Internet thing, I can start my own business and work anywhere. Why not go to a cheap place like Baltimore, which I loved at the time? You know, because I, I was from there. Back up. What did, what did you do in Silicon Valley? You you glossed over that real quick. What were marketing? You I did uh, the marketing side for dot on dot coms. They, they just they, in Silicon Valley, they were just hiring us. Uh, just to, we hardly we, we played foosball. I mean, it was all, unbelievable. They just hired smart people. And so, you, to be, so you took advantage of the the dot com boom and and all that. Yeah, all, all that. I, I was yeah. I was. I mean, I took it. I didn't take. I learned. I learned okay. from those people. I, I really. Uh, in New York, they worked as hard. In New York, they, it, that was harder. It was harder work. In Silicon Valley, it was easier, and they paid us more. Uh, but I, I want, you know, I was young and I, you know, had these opportunities. It was a good, was a good opportunity to, to live in Manhattan for a while. Now, what year and, would that have been? 
No, I'm not going to say the year so okay. people are going to figure out how old I am. That's another one of my secrets. But uh, it was, you know, whatever, whatever it was. People, okay. some some people are really good at math and everything. Um, some most people are most people are horrible at math, and uh, they they won't be able to, you know, they 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 have no listed comprehension. They won't be able to figure out anything that I just said, even though like it, it's it's. I think I've given enough. Info, I think I've given enough. If people are familiar with current events, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, but after um uh. When I when I moved back to when I moved back to Baltimore, so I was on the marketing side of you know, at both places. Okay. And, well, I actually worked at two places in Silicon Valley and and one place in uh, in Manhattan. And it was you know it was great to see how these little these the work yeah. ethics and, and and working with smart people, working with guys that had Harvard Harvard MBAs. The guy who had a Harvard MBA, wow. he he was impressive in certain ways, but in certain ways he wasn't. So. Um, were you thrifty then? I mean, were you were you saving that that money then? Yes. Yeah. That that was uh, um, I I knew to save them. Well, I had college debts to pay off, and and the first thing I did when I, my my salary doubled from Manhattan to, to Silicon Valley was I I I started paying everything off. I mean, I I was I paid it off real fast. So that that was thrifty. I didn't buy. I had smart. the worst. I had the worst car in that parking lot. In Palo Alto, by far, I was like the one of the few guys that had an American car, even in that parking lot in Palo Alto, and uh, I was proud of that because I was getting rid of that college debt. I was getting yeah. rid of that college. They had nice uh, European cars, like everybody had, or, or Asian cars, or whatever. Um, I had a Chevy Cavalier, and uh, I uh, I paid off. I paid that thing. That that. I actually had a little loan on that thing too. That was I got it for a cheaper price because they gave you a loan. I remember my dad and I bought that thing at. Uh, Anderson Chevrolet. Anyway, um, I bought that thing. I mean, it was you know there was there were some savings even then. I had, had bonds. I had to cash in to get that Chevy Cavalier. I remember. But the point is, I was thrifty then. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, I did. I did save then, and I took care of those debts. Something that I preached. I still preach. You know, get get don't 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 be in debt. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, it just gets so much off your shoulders, and, and you're so free. And because yeah, I wasn't in debt, really. because I wasn't in debt, I was able to start my own little contactmeister.com business in in Baltimore. And so that's when the partying started. That's where well, it was reignited in sure. Silicon Valley and Manhattan. There wasn't much partying. Uh, you know, I might have you know drank at uh, at social gatherings that, that we had. But it was, I wouldn't say that was partying. In Baltimore, it was uh, you know going to the auto bar. I became friends with the owner of the auto bar. I went to Club Charles. So were and, you handling advertising for them? For, for, <laughs> there's uh, well, it, it's very interesting you, you say that. I I did a lot of free social media for for the auto bar. I, I did not do uh, no 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 paid advertising or anything like that. But that. Uh, Help me make friends with them, and you know, spreading always spreading the word word on social media for certain DJs at certain clubs would, would get would get you in for free. I mean, I, I was on their I was on many a guest list, many a guest list in my day in Baltimore, and I became like upset, like I was cheap about. I was like, I'm not going to this thing unless I'm on the guest list. Like, I mean, I'm trying to save five dollars here, ten dollars here, um, which uh, you know, over over time, that all went that all became Bitcoin eventually. <laughs> okay, I so so I guess. I guess we need to dig into that a, a little bit because it was around 2013 ish that you started getting involved in, in Bitcoin. Is that where it dates from? Yeah, that's I bought my first two uh, in November of, of 2013, but I had heard about it probably around 2011. You know, we, we had that uh, in what was it, in 2009 was the financial crisis. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I was back then I was more of a, in terms of, I was learning about alternative 
economics, alternative economic sites. And I read doom and gloom people like Doug Casey, who you can learn from. So I was on the doomer side of things. Like I thought Obama's going to become president and the, the whole economy is going to fall apart and we're going to go into a depression and oh my. But I, I mean, I started, so with that unfortunate mentality, I, I did learn about Bitcoin though. I, I stumbled because I was stumbling upon people that talked about Bitcoin. And eventually I, I did see like, no, the world isn't falling apart. You know, I might not agree with this guy's uh, social policies or economic policies, but this country's still strong. People are still getting rich. Even during the Great Depression, what, a third of the people did real well. And I think this last year, we've seen how that's possible. Uh, you know, during government-produced uh, depressions, how still a third of the people can do real well. I mean, it was the best economic year of my life. But, but going back, you know, 10 years to 2011, yeah, I was, I was definitely finding about Bitcoin then, but I didn't get into it because it seemed, it was nebulous and confusing and you had to send money to, to Japan. But what it was, was real. Your, what was your first reaction when you heard about Bitcoin? Do you remember? Early on, it's just like the government doesn't control this money. That is awesome. That I That is what I thought was the best part and i love the internet it's internet money so <laughs> those are those are really two simple things you know, I, so i'll I te tell you positive. Go, go ahead brie yeah so you had a positive reaction to it like it wasn't like oh this oh, is a scam you know no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, point. Good, good point even though i was into these doom things trying to blame everybody for everybody else's problem no i, I it was a very positive response and i was i was you know, I saw it was roller coastery, and even before I bought it, there was a little bit of regret. I remember that I hadn't bought it, but I was scared to buy it just because it was yeah, seen yeah. hard. And it was in 2013 when I made up my mind that I was going to buy it. I am going to buy it eventually. And when the when Coinbase came out and it it started surging, I had FOMO, and that's I figured I got to buy it now. I got to buy it now. Yeah. I, I, that, that's why I bought it. I had FOMO. Yeah. When Coinbase came out and it started surging from 300 to 400 to 500 to 600. And I was like, oh my God, it's, it was just 500 the other day and I missed that. I got to get it at 600 now. And I, I did get it at like whatever. It was like 636 or something like that. I got it. You know, wow. I, when I first heard about it, it was a Canadian gentleman who I played tennis with down in Florida. This was like 2011. And he was all gung ho and, and he was always listening to um, uh, Max, Max Kaiser. Oh, Max um, and so he was like pushing me and pushing me. And, and my first reaction was, well, what's stopping anybody else from just making another one? You know, if, if it's just something somebody created and all, then then why wouldn't somebody else just create another one, then another one, then another one? So I kind of dismissed it. The and then he, he kept pushing me. And then I dismissed it because I said, OK, if this thing does take off, I think the government's going to shut it down period. They're not going to stand yeah. for it. It's going to be competing with the US dollar and they're just not going to let this fly and they're going to shut it down. So I dismissed it again. And so it wasn't until uh, probably, I don't know, it was 2016 sometime. I, I think it was like around a thousand dollars or something like that. And I finally realized that, hey, maybe this thing is going to be around. Maybe it's not going to be shut down. And maybe it's going to be the dominant one and that I don't have to worry about, A, there being a whole bunch of them because the whole bunch of them aren't going to be relevant. And B, it's not going to be shut down. And so that's when I started buying. And then I also started 
trying to trade, right? Because I say it's going all up and down. Okay, so I can try to time the market and, and get more Bitcoin, right? And then I have to credit you for settling me down to where I finally decided, okay, no, no, I'm not going to try to play these games and trade and so on. I was even trading in Ethereum and Litecoin and just playing around with all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. And so then I, I said, you convinced me that, hey, just forget all that stuff and just my buy and hold Bitcoin. And then, of course, we did the interview with you, with my dad. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he, of course, bought Bitcoin also. Um, and so I, I have to credit you because I think I would probably have less Bitcoin right now if I continued to trade. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I probably would have less. 90 percent chance. Ninety percent of them lose. Really. Yeah. 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 So um, John says, ha, ha, ha. I don't know what he was laughing about. Let me pull that up again. Um, we'll just show that. And then Bitcoin Meister said, pound. Pound that, <laughs> that like button. Pound that like button, everybody, no matter where you're watching. Craig, that, you, you, you bring up a very interesting point about your history. One of your uh, one of the things you were worried about was uh, that they can make more of it. Anyone can make one of these. There could be more of these cryptocurrencies. And that, yep. that turned you off. I got to tell you. Um, I figured that out pretty early on. I thought that was a good thing. <laughs> I, re I remember thinking to myself, like, "Oh, that's that's great." More, the more, the more, the barrier type of thing. I, I had no idea there was going to be all these uh, these tribes found, founded around altcoins and everything. You know, so I, I was there for the beginning of altcoins. I remember when the you know Litecoin was just a baby. I remember Coin Market Cap had like twenty coins listed on it. Or, or yeah, something like that. yeah. So, so really I, I, I took I took that as a positive back then. I still take it as a positive. You know, the, the compete, don't complain. Yeah. That anyone, if anyone can start one of these and that there are a million others of them out there, that means that they're all shields for Bitcoin. They're shields for Bitcoin. It, the, it, if the government it, wants yep. to make a statement, yeah. if the government wants to make a statement, they can attack Ripple. <laughs> and <Yeah>. they are. <laughs> and, and, and here's the interesting point is it's probably good that there are thousands and thousands of them because then that totally dilutes all of them and it makes Bitcoin being the one, the powerful one, even more relevant uh, because there's all this noise and then Bitcoin is, is standing out as a separate thing. And that's why when I saw Bill Maher's video, his, his attack on Bitcoin and he lumps in Bitcoin with all the altcoins and that was his first big mistake. Right. I mean, he, he should have had them separate. Right. And he should have said Bitcoin and then have all the, the altcoins over here. Right. But uh, yeah, but, but yeah, that, I, that, Bill, that Bill Maher is even talking about it back when you, your, your grandfather, when you're, when you're, I'm thinking about my grandmother, when your father interviewed me, we couldn't have even dreamed of Bill Maher talking about it. You know, this, you know uh, that was just four years ago. That was you, just, you remember we were speculating as to whether or not Bitcoin would hit $5,000 in 2020. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't 3,000 yet. It was yeah. the summer. It was, yeah. uh, it was June or July. You were wondering if it would double. It was $2,500. And you're wondering, mm -hmm. you know, wouldn't it be, I think you said something like, wouldn't it be amazing if Bitcoin hit 5,000 by 2020? You double the money, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> a, a wild times. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I think that it just took time for me to realize that this thing has staying power and that it's going to be around. And, and I think that now I'm even more uh, convinced that it's going to stay around, that they're not going to be able to shut it down. They being anybody that wants to attack it. I don't care if it's government or, or private industry or whoever, 
I just lump they into any anyone that might want to attack Bitcoin. I think it's going to be around. And so my third concern was, could this thing be hacked? And I think that question has been answered. I mean, it's it's survived, you know, gazillion attacks over the years and 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 all kinds of FUD, as you would put it. So what do you see now as the risk factors for Bitcoin? If somebody actually wants to take a large percentage of the, and none of this is financial advice, just that little disclaimer, yeah. but if somebody wanted to take a large portion of their net worth and put it into Bitcoin, what do you see their, the real risk factors today? Well, I don't, I don't think, uh, I think, I think what people have to get, I don't, it's not going to be hacked. The government, it can't shut it. It's unconfiscatable. It's uncensorable and it's, it's uninflatable. I mean, what, what people have to work, I mean, worry about is social attacks and did that cause that cause turbulence and can cause you to be scared because what's going on right now is they're going to say it's bad for the environment they being the government competing coins just mm -hmm. people who are bitter the bill yeah. mars and by the way i haven't watched that bill mars thing i've, I've only heard about it now but yeah. um, i guess i'm gonna i'm gonna it's gonna be in my face but again i, I have a positive spin on it i have a positive spin on everything that he's even that he's even talking about is great but people, it, it's so clear that, it, you know, it's, it's going to boil the oceans. It uses up too much energy. We need to, so perhaps people say, well, one thing they're going to say is, you know, Ethereum doesn't do this yeah. because eventually, eventually Ethereum is going to be proof of stake. So they're going to say buy Ethereum or someone might fork off Bitcoin and, and, and say it's, uh, this is environmentally friendly Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is the real Bitcoin. But in the end of the day, all of it will fail. All of it will fail. But people have to be be ready. And then the other thing that it's it's unpatriotic. Bitcoin mm -hmm. is unpatriotic. It helps the Chinese. They're going to twist it around, even though it hurts the Chinese yuan more than it hurts the dollar. The Chinese the Chinese yuan is essentially totally centrally controlled. They keep power over their people with that thing. They're going to make it totally digital. So if they have an off ramp onto something else. That weakens Chinese authoritarian control over their people. We don't live, thank God, under an authoritarian regime in the United States that, that controls every aspect of our life like they do in China. We're headed that direction. And, and yes, and it can be it can be we need to prevent that, but we yeah. have we have the Second Amendment, um, which is a big deterrent uh, to, yeah. to all of this. You know, people wonder why does Canada have these strict lockdowns and the United States doesn't? Well, I think that one reason is the Second Amendment. I mean, a one why does why can Australia make their people slaves all of a sudden, and the United States cannot? And uh, what's what's one big difference? What's one big difference? Yeah, some what? states will stand up. I think. I think that's that's the thing is is the 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 control freaks realize that at some point some states are gonna just draw the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, well, first of all, it's on, on certain in, on certain issues in the United States. States have already, you know, express do, do things against what the federal government says. The federal government has certain rules about illegals, about people coming to the United States illegal, but there are sanctuary cities, sanctuary states. They refuse to enforce um, immigration law. Okay, mm -hmm. that's their thing. So there will be, if it comes to it, there will be states that refuse to enforce other laws they deem to be uh, illegal or, or, or unjust laws. So, but we, we, we haven't gotten there yet. You know, there hasn't been a federal, 
you know, the, the, the president hasn't said we have to have a, a, a national lockdown because he has no authority to do so. But you never know. But the states yeah. will just there'll be some states that will just not go along. But but going back to, to what we're you know, talking about, Bitcoin and, and, and all of that is that people will say with that, that Bitcoin allows criminals to get around. The, the precious laws of the United States that, you know, money laundering is so horrible and it's it's funding the Chinese or it's funding the Iranians or it's funding this, that and the other. So it's it's anti-American. And how could you be involved in this? You must be some you're an insurrectionist if you like uh, Bitcoin. You know, so people have to be ready for that. Type, those type of uh, so, threats. So, but but so, fitting in is overrated, dudes. They can't do anything. With that. So so really <laughs> what you're I think what you're saying is that the biggest threat and issue that somebody has to think about is their own thinking and, yes. and their, their own being distracted and weak hands and and panic selling. And, and yeah, in other words, you have to have the fortitude to make your investment and then stand by it. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And, and, and that, that there are many temptations. There are many scary things during the four year cycle. I mean, the other thing that's going to freak people out is that it, maybe maybe some will buy today at uh, whatever it is right now, 56,000 or whatever it is, and then it's going to go up to 100,000 or 120,000 or something like that. And they're going to be, they're going to think they're geniuses. And then there'll be a crash down to 60 again and they'll sell. Like people have to be ready for, for the other end of the roller coaster here, too. And people have to be ready. There's so many people that know about Bitcoin now, so many more haters out there. That they they will pile on if there is another major crash, and there there will be other crashes. There will be other crashes. Okay, I don't know what they're going to crash to, from where to what, but there's going to be days where it goes down by ten thousand dollars. Okay, and yeah. people just have to be really ready for that, and the the media hype that will go in to supporting that narrative that it's dead, it's dead now. You gotta you gotta give up now. So th those are th I mean the, the threats are social threats basically. Now, Kevin D says never sell. Okay, so this is interesting. This is a question I, I talked to you about in the interview back in the day when we had you on the hot seat and you were actually here in, here in at the undisclosed location. Now you're at a remote undisclosed location. But uh, I asked you the question then and, and I, I'll ask you again. Um, you travel around. You, you stay, I guess, in Airbnbs a lot and at various undisclosed locations. And you network with other Bitcoiners and you're in motion, I guess, is the best way to put it. How do you fund all this if you don't sell your Bitcoin? You've kind of you, you haven't really come right out and, and said it, but you pretty much said that that you don't sell your Bitcoin, that you have a strong hand. You don't do things with your Bitcoin. No. Um, so how do you fund this? You, you save. That's what I've been doing for years. When I sold the houses in Baltimore, I still have some of that money in the bank. I still get paid in fiat by, uh, by for the podcast and for the uh, for the YouTube and stuff. All right. Okay. So you so you you're so you're very thrifty. You're thrifty, right? but 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 I mean, and one one of it's planned out though. Like I originally told people as an inspiration back in 2016, I am not touching this Bitcoin. Until 2020, at the earliest after the 2020 halving, all okay. right? But I still have enough money. I still have it figured out, spaced out in a way where I can still live a very comfortable lifestyle. 
traveling around the whole United States, States of America, okay, with the cash I have and with the little bit of cash that's coming in from the, you know, the YouTube yeah. and all yeah. this, all that stuff. I mean, um, and, and until after the 2024 halving. And then people are like, oh, you're going to sell all your Bitcoin after 2024 halving? No. If I need to sell a little bit to live on or to get some nice things that I want, it, it'll be then. It'll be yeah. then. But um, how do you how do you travel like by car? I, well, well, but but by by any means necessary. Okay, so we just last year when everyone's locked in their darn houses. I mean, there I I was supposed to you know it, it, it started in March of last year, and I was supposed to go back to Baltimore for Passover, which was in March or April of last year. I forgot exactly when. I had already bought the ticket and everything like that, and then they say no, you know. It's people we were I was in stuck in California, basically. Everybody was freaked out. So I did not go home for for um, for Passover, but I did go back for uh, for June. I went back in June finally. But they gave Southwest Airlines gave me the credit. The credit at that point was not worth one ticket is worth two tickets because prices had dropped so much. So not only was my trip back home funded, but then a future trip was funded. Then I decided to rent a car in, from Baltimore, travel down to Asheville at that time. And then I, I lived in Asheville for, uh, for three months at, at, at that point. But what I'm trying to say here is that traveling was so cheap at this time. It, it cost me less than a hundred dollars just total for the gas, for the insurance, for the the renting of the car for, for, for everything. And it was so convenient, such a glorious road trip at my own leisure to get down there. Do you know now that how much it costs to rent a car? The co the costs have went through the yeah. roof. It is insane now. But you take advantage of when things are cheap. You are if you're if you're scared, then you miss out on everything and you end up paying double, triple the prices. Um, but me, I was able to travel free on a plane for something. I was able to travel cheap down to, 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 to Asheville because I'm just, you, you constantly, I took advantage of this whole year. Everything was cheap. I made a deal with it. At first, I, in that place in Asheville, I did it through Airbnb. And then after you know, over a month, he's like, you know, you want to stay longer? We did it off the platform. It saved me so much money just doing, doing it through him like that because they were desperate to rent it. No one was traveling. You got, during you this got to pay attention to Adam. He's making moves. Okay. Yeah. He's out there making moves. He's a smart guy. See, when you work smart, I, one of my first jobs at a, at a car dealership, I was at a Honda dealership and they had that XR seven, that real desirable sports car or whatever the heck it was. And the top salesman there, he was selling like 20 cars a month. He was making good money and all. And he didn't seem to be working that hard, right? And I talked to him. I took him out. I bribed him with a lunch. I took him out to lunch and I picked his brain and all. And he says, you know, you got to work smart, not necessarily hard. You know, and if you can work hard and smart, then, then you're going to probably even do better. But this right. is what you're learning from it, Adam is he's making is, moves. It's, I mean, I know all these life hacks. They are life hacks. But yeah. the only way you implement a life hack is if you live a freaking life. Pound that like button. If you're locked <laughs> up in the basement all day, you're not living a life. All right? People didn't live a life for a year. For a year, I'm living the grand life. People just say, they, they think I'm, I'm, I'm living in, in, in terrible places. I was getting deal after deal. Free airline. I mean, all, all this stuff. It, I mean, it, it's a world of abundance. 
if you if, if it's a world of abundance if you can take advantage of it if you can figure it out if you if you think use your freaking heads people and so it, 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 it was a good adventure good good times had had by all and uh yeah that's so people people wonder that they i mean i just i just put it out there 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 are opportunities take advantage of the opportunities that's how you right that's how you stretch out your bank account man that's how you what, what people you, get scared what have you learned much. from adam just go over a few of the things you've learned from adam is to be responsible for your mistakes and just to be in motion, just to do whatever you need to do um, to live your life and to follow your dreams. Yeah, I mean, do, do your thing. Be a, you are a unique beast, Bree. You are. You're, you're yeah. the dancing Bitcoin girl, <laughs> all right? I mean, that, there was no one else doing that. There's, and that's the thing with Bitcoin. There's so many opportunities. You don't have to be a tech person. I'm not a tech person. I, I came from the marketing background. And uh, but anyone can get into this thing. Anyone can. You know, we're just living in this, uh, in, in just this golden age where you know you can you can grab a little piece of a, uh, uh, or you can expand the pie. Okay, uh, of, of of abundance that's out there. And you've definitely expanded the pie. You do you do something that's completely different out there. And you know, not not. Not everybody can do that either. Obviously, I couldn't go dance around and stuff oh, uh, I, and, and talk about. Well, actually, I can. I can dance a little bit, but not. Yeah, I, I think you'd be pretty good. I absolutely. We, we we're probably at some point when you're in the area, we should shoot a dance video of you. Yeah, why not? I could show. But you were going to ask me about me dancing at the clubs and everything. I I, I would dance. I would dance some photos, the videos. Yeah. 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 So you um, you're going to be surprised what she's doing now. Well, maybe you won't be, but she's been contacted, of course, by a bunch of altcoiners. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. This is a great. This is a great site. She must be. I get contacted by all the time by people offering to offer me money to promote their ICO, to promote their their new token, to promote their DeFi. So I can only imagine through Twitter, she probably gets ten times yeah. what, what I and, get. And but I tell you what, she's doing now, and I think it's genius. I really do. She's quoting them a pretty high price in Bitcoin. <laughs> And then she will go ahead and do a video. She'll put paid promotion right on it. And her just idea. Just take the Bitcoin and just hold it. And her <laughs> idea is she's taking Bitcoin from an unsafe home, right, with altcoiners. And she's bringing it into her home and giving it a safe lifetime home. So she's taking the Bitcoin out of circulation from the altcoiners. It's a service, I think. Yeah, what, a, what do you it's think? It's a public service. Well, well, this is what I'm gonna say. I do not, I do not do the, the paid promotions or anything like that. It, it's good if you're gonna do them. At least say that you're doing them, because there, there's plenty of people out there I can tell are doing them, but they don't, they don't say they do it. They oh, just take the money, and it yeah. makes it. And then that, that's that's terrible. That, that, that's that's very bad. I, but you're you're gonna get a lot of negative feedback. You will be attacked. Yeah. Um, you will be called every. You will be called every name in the book. Um. So just you know. <laughs> Yeah, be, be prepared for that. Um, a but, I, mean, you, I think you know, I think you should think about that, Adam, because it would be a public service. No, no, I, I would never do. I, I had no. I remember I'm I'm a wealthy man, so I, I don't need. Yeah, I don't need any of it. I would not. I would not. I know, but think about those those innocent bitcoins that are floating around in in the altcoin universe <laughs> and how they need a safe home, right? They need oh, yeah. somewhere with somebody with a strong hand to to uh, to hold them. Well, if these uh, just food for thought, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're billionaires you're, are coming in, so they'll 
you're making you're you're giving a buy and hold. You're you're making it seem you're making it seem very palatable for 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 Bree there. You know, like, you know she's, she's taking away she's taking away Bitcoin from these Russian uh, ICO people and uh, putting it in a safe place. That's a way, but it's just no, it's not not, not definitely not my thing at all. And I'll tell you um, what, she is stacking it up. She's stacking it up, and she's not just and, and she's also getting donations. So just straight oh, up. Oh yeah, all these dudes, all these dudes that want to go on dates with you or whatever, they think they're going <laughs> on a date with you. They're sending you uh the, oh yeah, yeah, I sent her a point one Bitcoin. She loves me or something. I don't I don't yeah. know what the logic yeah. is. <laughs> and she tells him sure. she doesn't have a show your hand. She says, I don't have a ring on my finger. She doesn't I, of course, but she probably has a boyfriend though, but they don't think about that. They don't care. They don't think about that. But I mean I I I but uh, anyway, you do she does her thing, she's a unique beast. People it's personal responsibility, dude. If you guys, if you guys send her Bitcoin, it's it's uh it's un unrevocable. Remember, you, you can't just uh. That's the, you, that's you can't the key. It that's she's got a one-way valve, right? It goes into her wallet, and that's it's it. There. It's <laughs> that's there. Good. So, so you're not save it. Save it for your future. Uh, I mean that that that's it's commendable that you have a strong hand that that, that I can say. But dude, you're gonna it, once you do your first uh. I don't know what the video who it will be for. I could. It, some of these are like tr exchanges that even come to me that want me to do it. So let's say you do it to, for one of these Chinese exchanges. I mean, you're gonna get oh, you're gonna get some blowback. Oh, you're she's gotten get... some. She's done it, and she's gotten some. But she she just tells them that you know she's she's giving the Bitcoin a safe home, and and that's just the way it is. And you know, eventually, Adam, I'm convinced that eventually it's going to be very difficult to get your hands on Bitcoin in any way, shape or form. I mean, it's gonna be very difficult and people are gonna look back, let's let's say 15 years from now. And regret right? it. Let, let, well, let's go out 25 years from now, okay? It, it, it's gonna be very difficult to get your hands on Bitcoin. That's my, my firm belief. Assuming things keep going on the trajectory that it's going, um, I think Bitcoin is going to be very difficult to get your hands on one whole Bitcoin. One, yeah, there you go. One whole Bitcoin. And there are always going to be people that are willing to send bits and pieces of, of a Bitcoin and everything, though. Um, you, I just want to you're not saying that you're, you're kind of implying that the smart people out there are going to be holding so much that only, you know, trickles. You know, no one's going to be ever, you know, sending one Bitcoin to another. It'll be rare. Uh, it flows it's, it's, from the weak to the strong hands. That's yeah. I'm convinced that that's the flow of Bitcoin, and it is, and, it is, and that that's what's happening right now. Is that's why Bitcoin is going kind of sideways. Is it's flowing from the weak hands to the strong hands, and eventually, as the weak hands start running out of Bitcoin, the price has to go up. And I think that's when each ladder, when it when it takes the next rung up. I think that's another group of weak hands have run low on Bitcoin and it's moving to the strong hands. So I think we're going to continue to see that for decades and the strong hands are going to get stronger and stronger and the weak hands are going to just lose their Bitcoin. Yeah, in, indeed, that that is the, the trajectory, but there will still be that's the beautiful that the beautiful thing about Bitcoin it could be you know subdivided into such small little parts there'll still be plenty of it uh, in terms of dollar value going from weak hands to strong hands uh, you know people spending it on the lightning network etc cetera, etc cetera. it'll just be you know smaller 
smaller bits of, of Bitcoin. The I mean, I started my show. Well, it used to be called. It had another name at first. I think I I, re, I renamed it in 2017, the One Bitcoin Show, because I knew One Bitcoin would be something of importance. One, you know, people right now, you know, when I make a TikTok video about it, they don't believe that I even own One Bitcoin. They think that that's very difficult. You know, sixty thousand dollars. How does someone get a sixty thousand dollar coin? They don't understand that. You know, you could have gotten it for you know three hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. Plenty of them back in the day, and uh, they don't believe that someone who just wears a t-shirt can can own own a bitcoin. You know, there, Adam, there were rumors floating around back when I interviewed you, and and when my dad interviewed you, there were rumors floating around that you had eight hundred bitcoin. Now you've never disclosed. <laughs> Now, how many Bitcoin, many Bitcoin you, have, you have, but there were rumors that you had them in the hundreds. No, 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 I don't have 800. I don't have 800. I don't have 800. That, that'd be great. That's a, lot. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of Bitcoin, man. A lot of Bitcoin. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you you got to be careful about uh, what you d d disclose and, and everything. But I, I got enough that uh, I'm I'm got a big smile on my face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing okay. Yeah, I, but you know that—that's another thing. I, I've always had a smile on my face too. Uh, even you know, I, I remember in art class in fourth grade. You know, you went into old stories. The art teacher got angry at me once because I was smiling when she was like uh, getting angry at other people. But I was just, you know, I just smiled all the time. <laughs> I'm a happy, happy kid, a happy, happy camper. My, my parents did a good job raising a, a happy kid, prevent, providing a very happy in, environment and uh, a, a creative environment. Uh, lots let's, of creative kids. Let, let's had. see if we can play a little video clip of Adam here real quick. Just oh, let's, God. let's play yeah. this. So let's you can go to a site called Coinbase and just buy Bitcoin. And Bitcoin, right now, one Bitcoin costs $250, let's say. Um, but you can get much less than a Bitcoin, 0.01 Bitcoin. You, I mean, you can spend $5 worth of Bitcoin. Get some Bitcoin. And I know a lot of you are saying, well, I don't have any money. You do have money. And Americans do not save enough. Americans don't plan enough. This is a little, a little investment you can make that the average Joe can make. This is not the complexity of in, investing in a mutual fund. Um, and the complexity of in investing in the stock market. This is just a simple little thing you can do that every man can get in on this. This is like getting in on an IPO, on the, on the Yahoo IPO. Imagine if you got in on that way back in like 1997 or whatever. This is your opportunity. Don't let people scare you away. Well, there you go. What, what do you think, Adam? Is, is yeah, that I, I know that video. That's from 2015. That's from, uh, that's from uh, the spring of 2015. And uh, yeah, I haven't changed at all. I haven't, I haven't changed what I've, I, I've said at all. And so I was right then. it's not too late now. So what advice would you give to somebody that's learning about Bitcoin for the first time? Because on my channel, it's not, I don't talk about Bitcoin that much. So anybody that's going to watch this video down the road and all, they might not be Bitcoiners, whatever. They might not even have a clue. I'm, I'm still convinced a lot of people don't understand Bitcoin. And that video by Bill Maher illustrates that. He just said a lot of stupid <laughs> yeah. things in there that make no sense. And so clearly there's a lot of people that just have no clue about Bitcoin. What would you say to them if, if some of them are saying, well, I've missed out, it's too late, or, you know? Or newbies. I, I, yeah. Well, okay, you we, 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 let's, let's be rational about this. Obviously in 2015, I saying what I said then, I seemed like a freak of nature. Buy this Bitcoin thing, it cost 200, was I said $250? Yeah. Oh my, you know, I can I can go see the, take my family to the Oriole game or whatever. And uh, no. And so I will say that we, we passed that stage, okay? But don't be, you know, we're not super early anymore because we have guys like Michael Saylor and, and corporations that are buying. So it's, it's clearly we're not in the 2015 stage anymore where it's like a pre-IPO 
But my Lord, it's still early when you have guys like Bill Maher who don't know the difference between Dogecoin and, and Bitcoin, okay? And, and, and so many people, you know, just trying to speculate on Dogecoin. Think of it this way, dudes. It is a newfangled savings account. If you set up a savings account at Bank of America today, what interest rate are they going to give you? Like, I mean, it's was it 0.01%, per it, it is ridiculous. Um, you know, so this is – I mean, again, we're not we're not giving financial advice or anything like that. But uh, your your money in the dollars in the back, it's being printed away. You you know, ten trillion dollars uh, of money's being printed up over the last year. You know, including the future proposals uh, of the current government. I mean, at the very least, you have to say there's going to be some inflation. It's clear that we've had some. You know, if you look at the lumber prices, it's it's already there. And people are giving all sorts of excuses. It is – people have forgotten what savings is. I, I back then was just telling people save $250. If you save $250 that day, it's worth $56,000 now. Now, is it going to be as extreme as that? Is it going to be as extreme as that? Probably, yeah, the, the, probably no. It's not going to be as extreme as that. But, I mean, how about if it's worth 2x? You know, a really she, good point, though, that you were making is if people just spend money that they would normally kind of just waste um, and just put that in Bitcoin, then what they're not losing anything. Right. Just don't buy that latte or whatever. Yeah, that's just, that's my point just, of, of bringing up savings over excess. You know what? Just for, yeah. for a couple of days, if for a couple of days, instead of being excessive and living in, in this world, you know, wasting money on all of this abundance, Try to figure out how to get a few free things <laughs> and uh, or, or just not care and just use that money on, on Bitcoin. You know, that's how you dip your toe in. Just getting getting rid of the excess in your life for a few days. And uh, that, that, that's how you do it. And uh, yeah, that, that is a, an excellent point I made there. Just living a, uh, a thriftier lifestyle. You can still live. You know, just the example of this past summer just shows that you can live a thrifty thriftier lifestyle, but still live a, a more exciting lifestyle than most of the people in the freaking country. Me, you know, traveling around for cheap this summer was better, you know, more exciting than what 99% of the people were doing out there. I, I mean, I, I have to All right. That. So we got two more things. Life expectancy. I said mm -hmm. we would bring that back up again. And and I'll preface this by saying I, 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 my sister, a um, uh, year and a half older than me, uh, she recently decided to retire early and she she had some Bitcoin. I actually had given her some Bitcoin and she sold half of it. And so she she already had weekends. But anyway, uh, she did all her calculations based on fiat and based on the amount of money she's going to be getting from Social Security and the amount of money in fiat that she has in the bank. And she extrapolated out how long that money's going to last. And my thought was, and of course, an older sister isn't going to listen to you, right? She didn't listen to her younger brother, right? But my thought was, you got to be careful because you're projecting things out based on the current prices and based on fiat that you have that is going to be going down in value. And those things you're going to be buying, either rent or milk or whatever, eggs, those are going to be going up. So, so you know, th that's not a good equation so so people really need to think about saving in an instrument that is going to at least keep up with inflation, yes. if not more than that. And and they've got to figure they might live a lot longer 
then yeah. they're thinking they might live. Yes. So what pearls of wisdom do you have on that? Well, be you want to live a lot longer than you think you're going to live. So be, if you are healthy, if you have a healthy lifestyle and eat well and just stay in physical motion, you will live longer, you will live healthier, and thus your medical cost for those next 30 years will go down. All right. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a good thing uh, right there. But be prepared to live longer. Just be prepared to live longer and to live healthier. And thus, your Social Security isn't going to cover any. It, it's no. Don't, don't. If you think you've got enough Social Security and, gover and pensions and pensions from your uh, private employer, I would I would value that stuff at zero, basically. I mean, uh, and, and just you know, figure figure it out. You know, figure out some other sources. And the best source is Bitcoin, I think. Uh, and that, and that, then you'll have a really good uh, safety net right there. If you just think worst case scenario, uh, I'm going to live ten years long, and that's a good and it's a great thing to live ten years longer than you plan, and that your social security is going to be worth nothing during those ten years. Then uh, you won't be as tempted to sell your freaking Bitcoin, okay? Uh, today for, for that fiat. Definitely. You, you'll, you'll leave uh, some more of it in the form of Bitcoin. Uh, and who knows, in a year, it might be already pretty obvious that you did, did the right thing. I mean, I, I can imagine people that were in your sister's scenario back in 2018, you know, cashing out when Bitcoin was 3000 and, you know, having all the cat or you know, when it was 4,000, let's say, and, 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 you know, having all the calculations in their head, this is going to last me 30 more years. And, and my pension from, uh, from whatever, from whatever company and, and my pension from the United States, my social security. And then, you know, a, a year later, like, Oh my God, uh, if only I would have kept, you know, so much more, uh, I, I would could have lived such a better lifestyle for these next 30 years, but I, you know, locked, don't lock yourself into a fiat future. And that's what some people are going to do when they totally cash out on Bitcoin. It locks you into a fiat future and it doesn't give you any, Bitcoin gives you an amazing escape mechanism if it keeps on doing what it's doing. If it's worth double uh, in a year or two, I mean, you're living a, a much better lifestyle for the, for the rest of your life. So it is something that is definitely keeping up with inflation. There is no doubt about that. At the at the very least, it's it's been doing a great job of that. Uh, Let's so. see if we can see your pinned tweet here. Let me see if I can do this. This is a technical thing here. Let's take a shot. There okay. we go. Here it is. And let me see if I can play it. Let me see if I can play it. Uh, oh, I think you got to go. Oh, to I, I got to go unmute. here. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I got to play it. Is it playing? Oh, you got to oh, unmute. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me go back here. And scroll, scroll it a bit so it's in the center of the screen. And oh, yeah. I know so, a lot of you like to waste money on crazy things. You know, oh, like, so it's not on the not, car. I think it's over there. Well, do this. Instead of buying that blue screen is. Here, you do it, Greg. And invest $10,000 in Bitcoin. Oh, wow. Stop that. Bitcoin. Okay. Okay. So try here. We got technical difficulties here. Okay, there we go. Now and go back to StreamYard. In a few years, it's going to be worth. Okay. Control. It's worth. It's worth it, people. It's a good one. He'll play it. There you go. It's oh, a currency sure. that no government controls. And I know a lot of you like to waste money on crazy things. You know, buy a, a fifty thousand dollar car. Well, do this instead of buying a fifty thousand dollar car. Get a, you know a twenty five thousand dollar car and invest ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Oh, well, wait a second. Bitcoin could go to zero, couldn't it? Right now, it's, it's around 
for one day. Um, but guess what? If you get a car for $50,000 in a few years, it's going to be worth $10,000. So you're going to lose the money anyway. Okay? So the Bitcoin is an upside. Sure, the $10,000 you invest in Bitcoin will be worth zero, but also it'll be worth $100,000. You don't know. Bunch of Bitcoin, which is related to all these. That is, yeah. There you go. That's it. Now, all right, hold on. Let me, let me. Here, here, Bree, you do it. You're better at this than me. Or it, it could be worth a million dollars. Money, crazy thing. You know. Buy oh, it's still going. Pause it. Yeah, pause it. Yeah, yeah, pause it. Yeah, get rid of it. It was really. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I said it could be worth a hundred thousand. You know, uh, all, all that. The twenty. Twenty-three point eight Bitcoin is worth more than a million dollars right now. So that was. uh that was that was a, that was a fun prediction. I, I needed a haircut that day. I got one soon after, no doubt. But uh, yeah, we're we're going to talk about your wild hair. But can we can we give him a a tip? Uh, can we can we let a little bit of the cat out of the bag, or we shouldn't? A little, yeah. I mean, if you're okay with that. She's she's working on a uh, a video. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> a music video. Uh, you you. I, I heard rumors that you were going to do a, de a, de a dedication video or whatever, an Adam Meister video. A Bitcoin VIP. You know, there's only going to be 21. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't wait for the surprise. I, I really she, appreciate she, she well, the way she came up with this, and I think it's genius. I mean, Bree is 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 a, she sits and thinks about these things and plans these things, right? And she said, okay, I'm 20, I turned 21 in 2021. And so I'm going to limit the Bitcoin VIP videos to 21 because there's 21 million Bitcoin. And I thought that was genius. I mean, she's, she's now, these, these Bitcoin VIP videos are going to be limited just like, um, just like Bitcoin itself. And so it's that will make them million. more desirable going forward. You know, 10 years from now, when people look back at these Bitcoin VIP videos, there's only 21. Dude, I, I, I like it. And I didn't know she was uh, good. She turned 21 this year. Or is that? Yes. I mean, it's, it's her personal yeah. business. And, you know, I mean, you never ask a lady her uh, her age. Well, now, now I'm not going to. Uh, I'll remember that for uh, forever because you're, you're born in 2000. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Actually, 1999. Wait, wait a second. If you're born in 1999, then you. Well, she well turned, my birthday it was is on December. It was so. in December. So oh, you turned so, okay. So, so you she turned, is twenty one. You, you are twenty one. Okay. Hey, I thought you said you were turning twenty one. No, okay, no. okay. She is twenty one, and there's twenty one million Bitcoin. Yeah. And it's twenty twenty one, and so that's when in twenty twenty one was when she decided to limit the number. She hadn't decided that, and because she had just done a series. How many have you done so far? Well, 16, but I mean, I've, I've gotten a, a few more big music videos in the working. So that's going to yeah, be like and I'll tell 19 you, I'll tell, or something. I, we got to tell them the one that you're going to release fairly soon. Sure. Tell, tell them about the young lady that you did one about. Well, Catherine? No, not Catherine. The other Stacey. one. Stacy. Stacy. Stacy Herbert. Uh, Max, Max's wife. Yeah. <laughs> So that one, and she's already done that one and she's waiting to release it. She hasn't released it yet, but it is amazing. She did a fantastic job on that one. And, and uh, like she started putting in little video clips in the, in the videos of the subject person. Um, and she got a great video clip where she talked about Ethereum. She compared Ethereum to Bitcoin. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty hilarious. Uh, but anyway, all right. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Um, 
it's better to have you here in person, but this is the next best thing. Yeah, I, I, I want to say I, I want to say thank you for you know a good idea making the video, them scarce scarce uh, only twenty one and you're, you're jumping on that number and it's an honor to be one of the twenty one in the in the future if you if you add me to it and you, you know you're saying there's only gonna be twenty one of them so that's great and uh, it's all about scarcity here in Bitcoin land so definitely uh, yeah yeah well uh, these, these these VIPs the ones that she's done videos about they've all been pivotal individuals. They've been individuals that had something really significant that they did to help Bitcoin in some way. Some contribution. And the one, the, the one, the, the, the funny one that she did about um, uh, Peter Schiff, Peter, Peter Schiff, Schiff, right? That one was like, I Just mean, he still promotes all Bitcoin. the years, showing all the statements he's made over the years where he's been so wrong about Bitcoin. You know, don't buy it. It's a dollar. You know, it, it, it's going to zero. You know, don't buy it. It's $30. It's going down. And so she made that video, just the chronology of all those things. And it's like so, so wrong. Right. And so even just something like that brings to light the, the education issue where people just don't know yet. It, that shows you it's so early. And Bill Maher, right? It's another yeah. example. That just shows schools, you how early it is. In schools, they don't teach anything about Bitcoin at all. Like, I've never awesome. heard about Bitcoin until like- They didn't teach her about finance. I don't know. They of course not, of course. I mean, okay. it's, that's, that's going down the tubes, you know, what they teach in the schools. You know? but, but one day there will be competitive schools out there that have classes about this. Oh, oh it's a shame that no school taught, teaches uh, economics anymore. Yeah, it's public schools, schools, private schools, they all should they all should teach about it. It's, yeah. it's pretty important. Well, you know, that's the thing, Pay. You get what you're, what you, you get what you're paid for. The public schools are free, so you get a, uh, free nonsense. Uh, well, it's, it was well, it's not exactly free. It's we pay for it. You know, I pay for other kids to go to public school. So, so Craig and I, you know, we don't have kids, but we're paying for everybody else's kids to get uh, even anti anti educated. But there are some yeah, we're, we're paying for their we're paying for their college now too. That's the latest thing. We're oh yeah, for, we're gonna, for community for worthless community college just for for thirteenth and fourteenth grade. I mean, that's what community college originally was. Was like thirteenth and fourteenth grade, and that's really what it still is. And you know, it's, it's uh, we're not going to get into it, but private schools, I'm sure there are there are definitely some that that mine we learned about a little bit about economics in twelfth grade. I do. We, there was a microeconomics class. I remember that. But uh, but I'm sure now there'll be ones that incorporate. Uh, uh, Bitcoin and more economic subjects, and people will just have to make their own choices. You know, be a unique beast out there. It's, it's a there's a, there's an opportunity out there for homeschooling with Bitcoin online classes. Who knows? There, there's an idea. But uh, Bree and uh, Craig, you, you guys are, are definitely in motion doing your creative stuff. And yeah, to be one of the 21, it, it's it's a privilege. It's not. Well, well, thank you again. Thank for you so much for for coming on. And Adam, you find him at disruptmeister.com. It's been on the screen the whole time. Disruptmeister.com. That's going to go to his YouTube channel. Watch his YouTube. Subscribe and click the bell so that you get notifications. Because let me tell you, folks, if you start listening to this guy, your life will be better. It's as simple as that. It, it's going to be, you're going to, I don't care who you are. You're, you're going to learn from this guy and your life will improve. Um, don't, hey, don't let it be so long until the next time we, we talk. And next time you're in town, we got, even if we have to rendezvous somewhere or whatever we have to do, we need to do uh, something in person. 
Yeah, I, I, we will see each other again. No doubt, of, no doubt about it. Keep it positive, people. That's one of the, you know, Craig's, your, your life will be better if you watch Adam Meister. Your life will be more positive. And if your life is more positive, yes, your life is, is better. I, I really try to keep everything 100% positive. And that, that, that gets you in motion. That wakes you up and, in, in, in you know, you want to live your life. This life is, it is precious. And, uh, yeah, you want to just take full advantage it, it, of it. It's, it's even more limited than Bitcoin. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way of looking at. Keep it in mind. But hey, if you get enough Bitcoin, perhaps you'll be able to extend it to two hundred years. That's what I'm <laughs> hoping, baby. That's what I'm hoping. You'll do it. You'll do it, Adam. You're young enough to live forever. That's the old oh. saying. You're long, oh, young oh, enough oh. to live forever. Well, I'm trying, well, baby. I'm trying. Th thanks again, and uh, we will wrap it. Is that all you have to Bree? We're gonna wrap it up. Yes, we're going to wrap it up. And you find Brie you so at BrieFitDance.com. BrieFitDance.com is where you find her. So I'm going to click the little end button here.